Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hang on to your balls. It's time for the Horror Hangout Podcast. Welcome to the Horror Hangout Podcast, where two bearded film fans watch the 50 best horror movies ever and then talk about them. My name is Luke Condor with a K, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr. Ben Errington. Mr. Ben Errington with an E. How's it going, Ben Errington with an E? That is right. I'm good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling uh, hot. Not not too sweaty, but hot. Um, hot and bothered. Uh, a little bit, bo- a little bit bothered. Not hugely bit bothered. bothered. Okay. Not Just a tiny bit bothered. How are you? Yeah. No, yeah, I'm not bothered. Yeah. yeah I'm right. not even bothered, mate. Yeah. No, uh, I've got a coffee and it's pretty hot, and I'm thinking maybe that wasn't the best choice. Now but... pour it all over, pour it over your head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you cold water. Sorry, I thought we were talking about drinks. <laughs> go it's good man it's good to stay hydrated and mm. consider the drinks mm. um, think of the drinks so before we go on last week's episode was a long one and we yeah. decided that today we're going to try and do a little one yeah uh, so, because, yeah, because it yeah. Must, it's quite a haul to watch like our episode was probably as long as the film The Thing last it was longer. week it was a little bit longer it was longer yeah exactly yeah. like I mean that's great for people who would probably enjoy that but i think for the majority of people yeah maybe a little bit shorter would be would be best but you know we, we had fun we got carried away yeah we're enjoying it we're riffing we we're bouncing yeah. off one another it was great stuff yeah we were, i think just maybe a little bit more concise is is, is the key word for today yeah Con, that's what concise. We okay concise so like let's keep talking about yeah what we should aim for and not actually talk about the thing <laughs> yep Concise. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. Uh, so quickly then, uh, other horror stuff. Have you got anything you want to mention? Do you know what? I've been. This is one of those rare weeks where I've been so, kind of like just watching horror. So I haven't watched much else other than so yeah. <laughs> um, with you because me and you spent some time together in in our it, rather than over Skype, we spent some actual time in each other's company, skin, uh, skin. which was nice. Um, and we watched <laughs> Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. The, uh, the the horror, um, what would you call it? How would you describe this film? The ultimate horror t- uh, 
what's what do you call it in wrestling where it's like uh when they hate each other grudge match the ultimate grudge match between two heels two wrestling heels uh two bad guys the ultimate t- two killers other than possibly michael myers so we watched that and i guess obviously we'll talk about that together because we watched it together but yeah i I don't know what my memory of this film was, yeah. but when we, it was it was utterly, utterly awful. It was dog shite. From it start was, to finish. It really was. I remember like growing up and watching this and thinking it was cool, but like even I'm trying to think of like redeeming qualities of this film, but like the the special effects are like really bad. Like I don't understand Jason mm-hmm. being afraid of water. That because I mean, at the end of the first film, he's like bursting out of the water. He spends loads of time in the water. And yeah. even with like Freddy Krueger's like weird kung fu kicking action at the end, which is bizarre. Yeah. And um, I can think uh, the only redeeming quality was we saw you've spotted Evangeline Lily in the background. <laughs> yeah, for like two seconds. Yeah. Yeah, that was a random little cat little well not a cameo. Obviously she was just a, an extra at that stage. Yeah, redeeming features, maybe like the final battle between those two was it was so slapstick. That it was like maybe kind of entertaining, but everything else. They kept nothing where like someone would get kicked or shot off, and it yeah. sort of like fly off the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that happened so many times that like someone would just get anything could happen. Someone could pass someone like a, a piece of toast, and they just fly off the screen. Whoa! <laughs> there were so many yeah. breasts in this film. I think, I mean, there were at least twelve breasts. I reckon yeah. at least. And there that's only on two fo- people. That's only on yeah. two people. There was a lot of focus on the breasts. <laughs> two cat um, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like every other character for Freddy versus Jason obviously we know what to expect from those characters every other character in this film was like mind numbing including like the lead uh, or the final girl who was just just a whole load of nothing I think, even... I think I said whilst we were watching I think this is the worst final girl I've ever, ever seen like yeah. there's just nothing even, to it even though we watched it just a few days ago I'm struggling mm. to remember it it is that Throw away. And my... one bit of Kelly Rowland getting a nose lopped off. Love oh that. my God, Kelly Rowland's in this. Exactly. Yeah. Kelly. Ro- so this came out in 2003, and I was like, how old's Kelly Rowland in this? She looks at least 35. <laughs> no, she was 23 years old. But yeah, it, oh, Kelly Rowland's character is like just just the worst as well. Do you know what I mean? Just like the cynical, yeah. the cynical threat. She gets her nose lopped off with some like PS2 graphics. Ah, uh, I don't know what I don't know what I remember this film. Maybe I'm remembering Jason X. Is that just as bad? I don't, I've not seen that in a long time either. But I remember thinking that was of similar quality, and I remember like there being a couple of like kills that were fun in Jason X. There's like a bit with sleeping bags. Yeah, maybe this will be. Some, I think it was made made around similar time, similar sort of uh, production house and stuff. So I think it might just be very similar. In terms of quality. Yeah. So it was a little bit, it was earlier than Freddy vs. Jason, Jason X was. Yeah. It might be good to go back and watch that, even though, you know, yeah. don't necessarily feel too keen. What else did I see? I did see the Halloween remake, the 2007 Rob Zombie uh, version, which I've never seen before. Have you seen that before? No, I've never seen any of those ones. Um, it was pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty good. Um, I think probably for me, like I wasn't massively, massively keen on the original. Um, please forgive me. But I think this was this kind of felt like it was on a par. It was a good adaptation. It felt like it took a lot from the original and expanded mm. on it in ways that were really good. A lot of stuff about Michael Myers' um, sort of like childhood, probably like the first 45 minutes of the film with him as a kid. Um, you kind of understand him because I think before he was a bit of like a, a faceless, motiveless 
sort of just killer. Like a, I didn't, a I didn't ghoul quite, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I didn't quite understand it, but this time you kind of there's a lot to understand. Yeah, um, you can see where he's coming from, actually. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna get yourself a kitchen well, knife, well, you get yourself a mask, <laughs> well. yeah. and he and he and he comes across more more of a psychopath in this film. Uh, obviously, more violence, but that's obviously the Rob Zombie sort of um, spin on that. Um, lots of things that were like directly lifted from the original, just like completely obviously redone, which is cool. And lots of good sort of soundtrack moments. Lots of the old soundtrack being used really well. Um, so yeah, I I I enjoyed it. I would like to see the uh, there was a sequel to this one as well. Um, but Malcolm McDowell plays the role of um, that Doctor Loomis. Pretty good, pretty well. I don't think it was all that bad. It, I mean, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't great, but it's definitely worth a watch. It could have been a lot worse. Better than Freddy vs. Jason. Better than Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. yeah. And the only other thing I watched is the sequel to today's film, um, which I guess I might talk about a tiny little bit. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I can't really remember much about uh, Scream Two, but um, I remember there being a film set based on the. This might be Scream I think Three. That's Scream Three, yeah. Right, okay, yeah. So Scream, I remember quite a lot about Scream Two and Scream Three. Scream Two is like uh, on a campus, um, mm. on a, like a college campus mostly. Um, Scream Three film set for Stab. 3, yeah, okay, yeah. That's what I'm Stab. thinking of. Yeah. Um, yeah, and number four, I, I have definitely seen. It was came out in 2011. Number four, I remember next to nothing about it. Yeah, yeah. Which one's got Tim Oliphant in it as the bad guy? That's, that's number two. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, man, we'll, we'll talk a bit about that. But uh, the only other thing that I watched was the thing, the, the prequel with Mary Elizabeth ah. Winst- Winstead and uh, what's the Aussie guy name? Guy's name? Oh, look comes to me. Oh, um, Joel Joel Edgerton. Joel, yeah, yeah. Who I really like in pretty much everything. I like both of those actors actually. They're really good. Yeah. But um, so I think, this is weird because we've already spoken about it when we saw each other the other day. But I'll just say that this, because this is a prequel to the original one. I don't know why they felt like they had to stick so close to the story beats of the original. Because yeah. why not just watch the original? Because the effects still hold up. It's still I a great film. I think it's why people get confused as to whether this film is a prequel or a remake. Because it's so similar. Yeah. Were but, they were they sort of advertising it as a remake or a reboot when it first came out? Oh, I can't remember. Because it's called The remember. Thing. It's not called like The Thing 2. No, exactly. That's what's annoying. You should, just call, it, you should yeah. call it The Thing something else a little tagline yeah. i don't know but i mean as, as a prequel it works okay it's it's a it's a freestyle film for me like it's okay like um i just think mm. why not just watch the original if you're gonna watch yeah. any of them it's a but, bit um, cg it's a bit cgi heavy as well isn't it yeah there's a couple of bits where you've seen someone like there's a guy's face splits apart in a helicopter and it's like oh that looks a bit bad but yeah, like some yeah, of the yeah. creatures some of the creature designs are great and i was looking at you know in the last week you mentioned how much of what happened in that other base that they that um what's his name Kurt Russell and that find actually yeah. happens in this film and there is a lot so there's like the axe in the wall there's um there's the creature that they find that they've sort of burned up like got two faces together it's like one of the big bad things from this one oh and yeah it's well, the really one... freaky yeah the way that yeah. if it like so the arms come off and then like <laughs> of this one guy. And he starts crawling towards this dude who's stuck on the floor, and it's, it is really effective. Is um, it when he kind of it kind of leans over him, and then his face like gets stuck to his face? Yeah, and they kind of merge together. together. Yeah, that's yeah. that was really freaky. That's, yeah, that's messed. That's messed up. Yeah, yeah. So that was like some of the creature designs are like spot on, like amazing. There's also like a weird 
more of a translucent quality to some of the skin and some of the flesh that um, some of the creatures have that isn't really evident or in, in the other one, which I really like to give it kind of a yeah. And deep, it, and, it, and at the end, thing. obviously, yeah. obviously, spoiler alert for the thing and the thing prequel. At the end, does it is it a dog and does it go go off? And yeah, so it's it? um, well, it's like, that's kind of like the post the the credit post credits sort of scene where the Dutchman, uh, sorry, the Norwegian man <laughs> gets into the helicopter um, and starts chasing the dog. And I was like, it is very, very close, but the goggles aren't quite the same. You know, the square, uh, the goggles, yeah, yeah. they're not quite the same. And I was like, ah, I see. I see. Yeah. You've got to pay more attention to these things. Attention yeah. to detail, man. Yeah, but it's good. Um, I'd recommend watching it anyway. I mean, if you're a fan of the thing, it's you get a bit more of the thing. But I've, seen it, I've uh, seen it a few times. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's one of those that doesn't, doesn't stick with me as much and I think I'm the same as you it is okay probably a three star yeah. film yeah when did Freddie and Jason come out did you say 2003 Ooh, that was ages ago that was a really long time ago um, the thing this remake yeah. came out in 2011 it's not even that that long ago really no but um, yeah it'd be interesting I don't know if, I don't think they should do any more I'd, I don't know I don't think we need any more sequels or prequels or anything on that franchise mm. yeah. no 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 no, no, no. No, no. Enough for that. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> okay, uh, so today's film, we're on number three of the lists of 50. Can you think back, Ben, to when we started uh, that we would be here at one point? Yeah. I mean, I thought we'd get bored. Uh, <laughs> 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 we get 10 films in and we go, do you know what? This is a this lot just, of work. <laughs> this is a lot of work. Uh, yeah. Every week, oh, which is why obviously sometimes we haven't <laughs> released an episode every week. Oh, do we have? Do it next week. Yeah. I've got things on, mate. I got get. Yeah. I got get a big shop in tonight. Yeah, uh, yeah. But so today's Come episode is all about Scream from 1996. Have you got any any deets? Ah, yes, I got some deets. Man's got the deets. So Scream is a 1996 American slasher film directed by Wes Craven and written by Kevin Williamson. The film stars David Arquette, Neve Campbell, Courtney Cox, Matthew Lillard, Rose McGowan, Skeet Ulrich, and Drew Barrymore. Scream follows the character of Sidney Prescott, uh, a high school student in the fictional town of Woodsboro, who becomes the target of a mysterious killer known as Ghostface. Lovely. Although, 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 hmm. does anyone ever refer to this guy as Ghostface? Uh, there is a single reference to Ghostface, but okay. I can't remember if it's... I don't know if they're talking to the, about the killer or the mask that's for sale... I did notice someone said Ghostface, but I can't remember what the context was now. Someone just looked, um, someone just looked at the screen and said, Ghostface? Yeah. Uh, so this is what Empire had to say. Genre deconstruction had been done before, but Kevin Williamson's canny, clever, extra meta screenplay in the hands of Wes Craven made Scream that much more special. Taking the slasher film apart didn't stop the bloody tied-up rip-offs and spoofs that followed, but it gave audiences the fresh air with which to view them. Added to that, great work from the likes of Campbell, Cox, David Arquette and scary phone voice maestro Roger L. Jackson means that it functions as an affected chiller with its own self-referential trappings. Interestingly, it's only got 79% on Rotten Tomatoes uh, and 7.2 on IMDb. Yet it is number three on this list, above The Thing, above Cat People, <laughs> above Psycho, above so many like other films. Though it surprised me that this is so high up, but I mean... What do, you, what do you reckon? What, what are your initial thoughts? <clears throat> well, this is one of those films that was one of the first sort of VHS era films that I saw 
Um, well, like as it, in terms of a new release, a film, a film came out and someone had it on video, and we were like, "Well, we're going to go and watch it." So I've got quite a lot of memories of watching it for the first time. I think it was probably my official introduction to like the slasher genre. Yeah, I don't think I'd seen anything before this. So I mean, I, I was ten when it came out. I was probably about eleven when I saw it. Uh, yeah, so it was my first sort of, um, and it kind of shaped and molded what I thought horror was in those early days. That yeah. Because obviously this this spawned sequels and then it spawned a lot of a lot of different uh, uh, new slashers such as I know what you did last summer, um, what else Urban Legend, Urban which Legend, we mentioned yeah. which you mentioned the other day. So it kind of like shaped my idea of what scary mo- scary movies were. And obviously we got the spoof movie, scary movie. So I mean it had a huge impact on sort of culture around yeah. about that time, didn't it? It was almost like it sort of defined horror cinema around about this time and it defined definitely defined it for me um and it sort of made me want to sort of look back at other slasher movies and other horror films in the same mold um and obviously at the time i didn't realize it was it's not like a send-up of the genre but it is sort of a satirical look at some of the cliches isn't it in a way um with that it's like darkly comic and obviously there's like a mystery element to it as well um it's not this is the thing it's not now when you watch it back it's not as such scary is it it kind of feels almost like a not like an action film but almost like a it doesn't feel it doesn't feel so scary i don't find myself obviously there are some jump scares occasionally but i remember Mm. being pretty pretty scared of it when i was when i was a kid but that kind of hasn't sort of transferred to me in adulthood i haven't seen it for i haven't seen it for quite a long time so yeah. it did all feel kind of fresh but it's weird because this is the kind of film i must have seen it so many times that you know when you kind of see a film and you haven't seen it for a long time but the dialogue kind of just sticks with you so much that when you're watching it you're anticipating the next line you can yeah. kind of you kind of know exactly what's coming it's almost like um it's almost like musical in a way that this yeah, this, yeah. Th- th- this dialogue kind of like drifts in and you have that obviously when you see a film so many times and i kind of felt like that with this i think it is a really good really good screenplay yeah um, me too there's things like watching it now. Um, so I think I told you before. This was the I, when I was a kid. Uh, the first two VHS videos I owned were Scream and Return of Jafar, which is the second Aladdin film. <laughs> Why didn't you have the first Aladdin film? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Maybe you just loved the, you loved a bit of Jafar, didn't you? Yeah. Um, but so like I watched this video like over and over again, and I got I know we did last summer. I was really into sort of these like meta slashes neo slashes whatever you want to call them um but like so watching it now um i, I re- like remembered like pretty much all of it beat for beat as it was happening but there's like new stuff that i obviously didn't really understand back then but, but i'd sort of got more of now and i remember finding i found it more of it funny this time like there's bits where with dewey like he's having like a like a hard-boiled uh crap detective talk with his boss yeah, 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 and yeah. he's smoking and dude's like eating this ice cream as if he's sort of smoking i found yeah. that really funny there's like loads there's of really lo- good bits yeah there's loads of good bits with him like when <laughs> when it when he goes and picks up the phone after like someone's already put it down <laughs> yeah he's got his gun out as well hello obviously that that character was absolutely sort of destroyed by the scary movie i couldn't start just... thinking about that like it's, it's yeah, horrific really it's, yeah. it's horrific yeah. When you think about it, like Scary Movie when it came out was one of those <laughs> things that I probably found funny. But now when you look back at it, these films haven't aged well. I mean, none of the yeah. sort of spoof movies have yeah. aged well, especially <laughs> when they're kind of, when they're sending up films that are obviously a lot better than them. Yeah, 
Yeah, but so yeah. The, in the Scary Movie franchise, they turned Dewey's character into full-on... They went full retard with him. Full retard, yeah. He's like yeah. getting a... He's like a yeah, sex, <laughs> sex with a vacuum cleaner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is a shame, really, because I think Dewey is a really good character in this. But, um, yeah. yeah, he's a great character. And yeah. it's not until the sequel that he kind of gets his own theme, like his own musical, his own musical score. His right. own part of the score, which and it's sort of like uh, it's hard to describe. It's like dum 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 dum, very Twin Peaks, very Twin yeah. Peaks. Oh, okay, um, interesting. And yeah. it, it it kind of really really like suits him, and you kind of feel yeah. a bit more like, oh, Dewey, you're such a nice guy. Yeah, I kind of wish he had it in this film as well, because I think it would have added to to everything. I've got to um, say, I think the characters, although we can see the cliches here, I think they're like great. Like the Randy, him every time he's on on screen randy's like the he's the horror movie fan who uh frames everything that's happening within this movie in the as a horror movie uh but every time he's on screen and there's one bit where he's like in the video store and he's like shouting about how it's definitely got to be billy the killer yeah i I was like that's it's like so good like the performance and everything that really crackles on the screen it's almost like it's come so close to breaking the fourth wall doesn't it it just comes so close it like it, it plays with that idea it teases it and it comes close, but yeah, a lot. When I first saw this film, obviously, talk they were talking about horror movie cliches and how there are certain rules within these slasher yeah. films and that. It didn't really make sense to me when I first saw this film because I didn't, I wasn't aware of of many more many other slasher films. Yeah. So I mean, I can't remember exactly what I thought they were referring to, but <laughs> obviously there is a part where they're where they're watching um, Halloween as well. Oh yeah, well a lot of the um, oh, there's so many good bits of that bit where stuff that's happening on yeah. that. In fact, I'll talk about it in a bit, but there's a bit where yeah. uh, Randy is, is shouting at Jamie Lee Curtis to turn around as the killer's coming behind him. And yeah. then they're watching it on the, on the hidden cameras in the van telling him to turn around as yeah. someone's coming. It's like so, so many layers to it. It's, it's, it's yeah. really well done. I did. Um, I did actually. <laughs> I did love this film and like the, and the subsequent sequel. I think the second one was another one I loved quite a lot. Um, mm. I, I loved it so much. I did ask for a ghost face costume. Yeah. Which I did get, and uh, I think I used it for probably like four or five Halloweens on the on the trot. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, man. Yeah. So we should we jump into the uh, into the film itself. We got yeah, uh, so- key players. Um, so there is quite a few, but we've got Neve Campbell playing Sydney Prescott. You might know her from House of Cards. Now I don't know what else she's really done. Um, she's in. She's in a new. Time. She's in the new. Um, the Rock film with. Uh, she's in the new. That skyscraper. She plays his wife. Isn't right. It? Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so she plays the uh, the final girl. Um, the the virgin, which is weird because when I was watching this film, there's a lot of talk about like virgin, and I don't think I ever knew what that meant when I was like ten or maybe I did. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe you did. Yeah. <laughs> um, Skeet Ulrich plays the. Creepy boyfriend Billy Loomis with evil eyes, mm. who he's like propped up be, to be the killer quite early on in the film. I think um, Courtney Cox plays Gail Weathers. She's um, the reporter. Um, she has a sort of negative history with with Sydney Prescott's character, um, and she sort of wants to find the truth for this matter. Wants to uh, she doesn't take no nonsense. She wants to get to the scoop of the story to make lots of get like, reviews and ratings and whatever. Um, David Arquette is the for his deputy Dewey. He plays um, Rose McGowan's brother. Uh, Rose McGowan looks so young in this. I know it's just because I've seen yeah. her so much recently and she looks a more mature sort of yeah. woman with short hair and stuff. 
and their militaristic sort of stances and whatever. But yeah. it's weird to see her like this. Um, so they 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 play uh, Neve's sort of friends, um, and then we've got our favourite Matthew Lillard, who plays yeah. Stuart, who is a sort of the. I guess like a jock sort of character, but I can't imagine him being just like a big sort of weird, uh, overly animated. He's basically Jim Carrey. Yeah, but again, I gotta say, I thought he was really good in this. I think he like suits that like role yeah. to a T. Yeah, there's there's a couple yeah. of lines. We'll get into this, but there's a couple of yeah. lines of his which I think are the best of the film. Mm. And he probably gets two, two, maybe even three of the best lines of the film. So yeah, <laughs> we'll get, we'll get yeah. into that. Yeah. Okay, so the film starts with um, Drew Barrymore's character, who we haven't mentioned, but Drew Barrymore's in this film as well. She's done the posters. I think maybe they were trying to tell people that she's the main character in this film or something. I don't, yep. I don't know. Um, so she's at home, she's cooking popcorn, and she gets a phone call pretty much straight away. Uh, the caller has a creepy voice, and he says, do you want to play a game, or do you like scary movies, or... Or something like he that. He says, um, what's, your, what's your favorite scare? Well, yeah, he's, he's kind of, he seems like a nice sort of guy. He's being a bit mm. flirtatious. Maybe sounds a little bit creepy, but she's kind of like not going for it. Yeah. Um, but he keeps, he calls back. Does he call back more than once? He calls back more than once. And eventually, they start so. talking about, she says she's going to watch a scary movie. He asks her what, what her favorite scary movie is. The phone rings so often in this film that I kept thinking it was like a codec on Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Snake. Yeah. Metal Gear. So, um, so the killer, uh, the guy on the phone says, "What want to play a game?" Uh, and then he says, "What are you wear? What are you wearing, or something?" Right? So no, he no. He indicates... he says, he says, um, "What? Yeah, yeah." He says something like, "How does he say what I'm wearing?" It says something that indicates that you can see. Yeah, I can't, yeah he can't says, really "Like, I want to, I want to know what what I'm looking at. Yeah, I want to know, talk- yeah. know what I'm talking to." Sorry, oh, he's fucked that right up, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Oops. <laughs> and then she, he asks if she's got a boyfriend, and she's like. Nah, but then eventually, obviously, Caller turns a little bit angry because she, but she is it because she hands up on him. Uh, yeah, that's when when she when he says he's looking at her or something like that. She puts yeah. the phone down and then he says, "Don't you put the fucking phone down, you bitch!" Or gets really angry. Gets kind of like Freddy, like levels yeah. of uh, abusiveness. Yeah. You, you bitch, right? Where he says, "Don't put the phone down on me again, you dirty slag." <laughs> yeah, um, but then I think he calls again, and then, she locks all the doors now. She's freaked out. The music's getting quite tense. He calls again, um, and then she says, "Leave me alone. My boyfriend's on the way home." And he says, he "says he's big and he plays football, and he'll kick the shit out of you." He's big and he plays football. <laughs> yeah. I kick the shit out of you. Oh, I'm really scared. Yeah, and then he goes, he wouldn't have to be called Steve by any chance. Steve. How do you know that? <laughs> um, she turns on the, he tells her to turn on the porch light, and then there's Steve all tied up. Uh, and then I think, she, I think he says, turn it off, turn the lights off, and then we'll play a game. Are yeah. you ready? You ready for game time? A ready foot game? Yeah. It's basically. Horror hangout trivia um, with <laughs> yeah. with you just with you just questioning her about um, Andy Circus over and over yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. So he asked the first question about Andy Circus and she gets it yep. right. Um, I gotta say, I think I think some of my early horror movie trivia knowledge came from this film. Like I knew who Michael Myers was from this film before I'd seen the, and also the Jason Voorhees and his mother sort of difference from yeah. this film. Well before I'd ever seen like those those films. Um, so she gets a question wrong. 
I think it's the Jason Voorhees one. She says Jason's a killer, but it's not. It's his mum. You know, semantics, really. Uh, yeah. But then he said, all right, okay, now we've got it. I'm afraid, Steve, uh, look at what you could have won. And then yeah. the light turns on and he's been gutted. Gutted. All his entrails are out. And uh, obviously, cases get hysterical at this point. I mean, just calm down, love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I think she's called the police, but the police, the guy's like, yeah, do it. But the police said, far away even in the nowhere um mm. it all kicks off he breaks inside the popcorn's burnt the shit like that's yeah that's inedible now that's ruined but yeah. one thing that happens with ghostface and not just mm. in this film but in loads of them ghostface gets his ass kicked yeah he's gonna Constantly. Like a lot. yeah he gets like smashed in the face by stuff um yeah. like, kicked over like just pushed down stairs and shit i don't know if that happens i imagine in those moments i don't know obviously we're, we are talking spoilers for this film mm-hmm. but obviously there are two killers in this yeah so we've got billy loomis and then obviously Stu, played by matthew lillard i imagine that the person getting his ass kicked all the time is matthew lillard yeah yeah <laughs> he didn't seem like the kind of guy who yeah i know what you mean yeah matthew Just lillard's like, character seems like he would big gangly slipping over things getting smashed in the face oh rah, rah, rah. yeah it's, yeah, I know what you mean. Also, I, you hear him a couple of times. You hear him say, like, oof, or like he says like a couple of things. And I was trying to hear if it sounded like yeah. uh, one or two. Yeah. Um, so she, the ghost face chases her around the house. I think she's doing all right at first, but then she jumps outside. And yeah, he, she's like, is she hiding behind a wall or something? And then, can't remember. Parents are pulling up as well now. The parents yeah. are coming back home. So she's um, like, ah, oh, yeah. And then the killer. She, go on. He just chases her down. Remember, she's still got the phone in her hand at this point. Yeah. Chases her down, like stabs the shit out of her, but she's not dead. And he stabs her in the throat as well. Well, he gets her in the chest at one point, and then it's really. I I found this actually quite uh, tragic. Like, yeah, in yeah, way it's quite, it is quite tragic. It's quite tragic. Yeah. It's quite it's quite brutal as well. Yeah, and it's kind of like the music that sort of goes of it is quite sort of. Parents are just drastic. just looking around the house, like trying to find out where the daughter is. Yeah, obviously and she's can... calling. She's calling for them at one point, and she's like. Because yeah. she's been she's on the phone, isn't she? I think still, and they pick up the yeah. phone, they can hear her. Yeah, um, and then what's the name says, call the fire police or whatever. Uh, and then fire she police, goes, <laughs> she goes outside, yeah, under arrest. Uh, she goes outside, and the um, she screams, and we see Drew Barrymore hung, strung up. Yeah, uh, I think her guts are poking out again as well. Yeah, so she's hanging from a tree. Uh, yeah, and the way that the way this kind of it kind of zooms right in on her in, in, in yeah, combination yeah. with this scream, like is 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 quite brutal. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So main character we thought we could be the main character dead straight away. Yeah. Into I think maybe the title credits now, or maybe that's maybe just cuts into the next day. Mm. I, don't, I can't remember. But um, now, like the school, what's the place called? The the town. Wood, Woodsboro. Woodsboro. Okay. Yeah. So now the town's flooded with um, uh, reporters from all across the country, all talking about these two people who were killed. Um, there's Gail Weathers, Courtney Cox's character, talking about how it mirrors something that happened uh, pretty much exactly a year ago. To, yeah. We find out Sydney Prescott's mum. Uh, by the way, <laughs> later on, you see a picture of Sydney Prescott's mum, and I was like, is that Matthew Lillard in a wig? Because he's <laughs> properly, got, <laughs> properly got his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, 
you're so disrespectful to whoever plays whoever plays um Sydney Prescott's mum is probably like oh fuming at you now. Mrs. Willis, is that Matthew Mrs. Lillard in a wig? <laughs> It'd be great if it was Matthew Lillard yeah. in a wig. That'd be a real a real spin on it, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um I've, I took a picture as well, so I'll send it to you. Uh, so you can have a look. Um yeah, so I think we're we introduced to the main characters now. We're introduced to Sydney, Billy, Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan, Matthew Lillard, um, Matthew Lillard uh, Randy. Who's the sort of the, like the fifth wheel? Randy. Yeah. There's, no, there's no, no token black people in this one. Maybe that hadn't happened yet. I don't know. No, no, I hadn't. What, like the, yeah, I know what you mean. No, no one. Token. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so. So yeah, so obviously Sydney Prescott, um, her mum was killed uh, a year prior um, by someone called Cotton Weary. Well, so Cotton Weary got sent down for it at least, so he was a guy. He's on death row, isn't he? Yeah, so he was a guy yeah. who was having an affair with her, uh, with um, Sydney Prescott's mum, uh, Maureen Prescott. Is that right? Yeah. Something like that. Mrs. Prescott. Um, and, Cot- and Cotton Weary. <laughs> Cotton Weary got sent down because um, Sydney testified against him because she saw somebody wearing a coat which eventually obviously was found and covered in her blood and found in his car as well is that right yeah something like that yeah so she testifies against him so cotton weary goes down played by leave schreiber is that you say his name aka um yeah yeah you see him in like on on tv and stuff really is he number two is he the main bad guy number two or something no he's not a bad guy number two number two he's in number two at like as quite a Prominent character, but it's interesting. No, it's, not there, yeah. it's not a bad. You're not a bad guy, mate. Yeah. Um. So we, we get the impression that these five people are friends, but um, uh, you know, Billy is the creepy one. <laughs> Matthew Little is the the goofy one. Randy's the geeky one. Rose McGowan's the uh uptight slutty one. one. <laughs> um, and then Steve Sydney's the, like the the good girl. The good girl. Yeah. Uh, a good so girl with a dead mum. Pretty much the cabin in the woods sort of Mom's stereotypes dead. there, yeah. Uh, but later on in the night, uh, Sydney is at home in a pink bedroom, in a everything's pink, pink pajamas and everything, um, stereotyping much. And then uh, Billy turns up in a, a bedroom at the window. Well, she gets she gets the phone call first, doesn't she? Is that right? I don't know. Does she? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? Right. 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm not sure. This is no, before no, no, no. the this dad goes be- away. This is before, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So yeah, he, he turns up and he's like trying on with her and he's going like, oh, I can't wait to get my hands on you. And she's yeah. like, well, no, not ready for this. But then she shows him a boob. And then he falls backwards out the window. No, 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 that doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, um, interestingly, so a lot of characters all the time use references from as the way they communicate is talking about other films or or film media in general. Like the way he describes it's like saying, I feel like we're, I watched, I think it's like Psycho, but it was a TV cut, so all the gore bits were cut out. I feel like our relationship is the TV edited version. There's no, no want to. <laughs> yeah. And um, he wants to see a bit of gore. He wants yeah. to see the sort of the X-rated version. So he's basically asking for sex. He says, no, I don't want to. Here's a couple of bubs to keep you going. And uh... <laughs> here's, a, here's a couple of bubs to keep you going. And you can't ask for any more than that, you dirty bastard. Out of you. Out of you. Um, Have a look and... at that little nipple. Cigar butt looks like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so also get, we also learned that her dad is going out of town for some conference yeah he's um, wearing double he's wearing double denim as well he is yeah classic dad, double denim dad. <laughs> classic yeah. dad double <laughs> denim i mean didn't you get the memo 90s <laughs> um so then i think we got to the next day uh yeah i think i think the next day maybe sydney's sort of alone in the house for the first yeah. time and she's just chilling she's maxing relaxing got her feet up i think she just had a nap shooting some b-balls yeah. She what? Shooting some b-balls. Oh, shooting some b-balls. Uh, yep, she's been doing yeah. that. Um, and then she receives a phone call. Obviously, it's the same voice as whoever had rang Casey Becker. Yeah. Out of con. I'm outside the disposal facility. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's pretty good, wasn't it? It was uh, good, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know I had it in me. Uh, yeah, so she receives a threatening phone call. Um, obviously, it's just someone saying similar stuff to what was said to Casey Becker, but obviously makes out um that you know says about her dead mum. i think he he mentioned that he killed her right yeah he's like, like oh bloody oh bloody had your mum should, have, I see, should have seen her face he was not happy <laughs> she was not happy at getting killed and then the killer obviously yeah. appears attacks um sydney sydney's really good at evading this killer throughout mm. not just this film but the sequel and thereafter she's slippery she, yeah. She's very slippery, exactly, yeah. which is probably why she's been avoided, avoiding the sexy time for so long. She's yeah. very slippery, clearly. <laughs> Billy's trying to get his hands on her. She's like, whoa, no, whoa, whoa, hey. Yeah. So, yeah, the killer obviously tries to, tries to do her in, but she manages to escape. Then what happens? She locks herself in the bedroom. Billy is backing through the bedroom window. She's yep. like, oh, God. And he's like, don't worry, the killer's gone now. And then a, a phone pops out of his pocket. Something pops yep. out of his, you know, oh, it's his phone. Yep. Is and that then, a phone uh, <laughs> in your pocket, or are you just glad to see me? Yeah. Otacon. <laughs> and then uh, Otacon, instantly, is that a phone in your pocket? And then instantly she's like, oh, hang on a sec. The killer called me on a phone. That's uh, a yeah. phone. <laughs> You're the killer. That's that would that. not happen in 2018, yeah. would it? That would happen. You go, you drop your phone, mate. Yeah, yeah. You drop your phone, better pick it up now. He goes, um, oh, all right. Yeah, so he get, she calls the, she calls, she calls the cops. He gets arrested. 
Um, he spends the night in a cell. Sydney goes to stay at um, Rose McGowan's house, which is nice. Um, that, yeah, that that's night. when oh, they get oh, oh, again. Yeah. Oh yeah, but obviously she does go. She does go to the um, police station first, and she's sort of there. And Billy's obviously saying he had nothing to do with it. It was nothing to do with him. And that's when outside, yeah. um, Neve Campbell. Ah, uh, sorry, Sydney. Gail Weathers. Yeah. Didn't she give Gail Weathers the old knuckle sandwich? The she old does. five knuckle shuffle. Bang, bang, bang. Smacks her in the face because she she makes like some sort five of five finger knuckle supper. Yeah, the knuckle supper. Or, you know, <laughs> it's pretty late at the moment. Midnight snack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, because Gail Weathers makes some sort of comment about uh, having a book, which was about Maureen Prescott's murder. And she goes, I'll send you a copy. And she just turns around and gives her the old. She sends her a copy. Yeah. She sends her a copy of her fist to her face. <laughs> yeah. First class. Through the post. <laughs> Amazon primed it to the chin. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then, um, so then they go back to to Dewey's gaff to um, to uh, Rose McGowan's house. Yeah, really they're basically having a lovely sleepover. Her name's Tatum. Yeah. Tatum. Tatum, okay. Tatum Riley. She's Channing got a nice Tatum. Tatum. Channing's Tatums. A couple of Tatums on her. <laughs> yeah, shirt Tatums. And, and uh, then, <laughs> yeah, their mum comes in and goes. Hey, hey, Sydney, you got a phone call? And she's like, oh, is it my dad? Because obviously I haven't been able to reach her dad. No, Sydney, the... your dad isn't a phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Duh. Uh, yeah. And then she, he's at the double denim conference. And she goes, <laughs> and she goes, yeah. oh, have you, they've been able to reach him at a double denim conference. No, unfortunately not. Yeah. Uh, we, we'll keep trying, though. Uh, yeah. Maybe we need to send like some, we'll have to write a letter in on, de- on denim. Yeah. Send it to that. He'll probably reply, reply to that. So yeah, yeah, she she picks up the phone and it's him again going, ah, oh, I'm the killer and you got your poor boyfriend banged up. Yeah. And then she, yeah. she screams and the family's like, what's going on? Um, and then did she slam the phone down on him or something? Or... I don't know. I think, the... Yeah, I think she just get, he goads her for a while and then she gets terrified, slams the phone down. He goes like this, stupid face. And then she's like, I'm not taking this abuse anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, shut mm. up, mate. Yeah, shut it. Um, and then she and then clicks the phone. Dewey then... comes out with his yeah. gun and obviously picks up the phone. Hello. That was obviously quite a good, <laughs> that was a good, quite moment, a good yeah. comedy moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then the next day, Billy gets released and then they're in, um, they're in school, aren't they? And then Billy... she gets attacked again. This killer, like, is so on it. Like, he's he's persistent. Like, I don't even know how he climbed out of the toilet. Yeah, but he must have climbed out of the toilet to get to yeah get to her. And we're also made aware at this point that the police have um. So basically, let Billy let, let Billy go. They let Billy Billy go, but then the the number one suspect is now Sydney's dad, Neil Neil Prescott. Because he's because he can't get touched him right. He's 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 not at the double denim conference. He's no. Missing, but the calls have been traced to his phone. Basically, his denim phone has been traced <laughs> to. <laughs> These calls were made from a denim phone. Yeah. We only know one guy who's got a denim phone in Woodsboro. <laughs> it's Neil Prescott. Yeah, Neil Double D Prescott. And so, and then someone goes, "Hang on a minute, Double Denim. He's gone to the Double Denim conference. I saw him wearing corduroy the other day." Yeah, and they go, "Oh, interesting." Interesting, yeah. And so she actually's hiding the toilet i think she gets a bit overwhelmed and she goes oh you get a bit hot and bothered and then so she goes to hide in the toilet some some bints chatted about her um yeah. saying how she that she's the killer and um she's probably made it all up or something probably she's made it all up just like she made up her mom getting killed oh no Ew. i think her mom her mom is definitely was definitely killed yeah well really 
Yeah. Fake oh. news. Where did you learn about all this? Ricky Lake. I used to watch Ricky Lake, and she never said <laughs> people are killing me. <laughs> yeah. What's happened to Ricky Lake? I think she's still on the air. She's vanished off the face of the earth, or maybe I've just stopped watching. Ricky, have a guess at Ricky Lake's age. I would say 45. Oh. Nah, 43. No. 49. Oh, I went the wrong way. I thought she would have been. I thought she would have been older than that. Yeah, she's still. She's still there. The first thing is a rap battle between Jerry Springer and Ricky Lake. See, I never watched Jerry Springer. I'll add that to watch later. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so, it, it, by the way, we introduced at some point to uh, the principal, who's played by Henry Winkler, um, the Fonz himself. But just before that, um, so the killer. Emerges out of the toilet somehow. I don't know really how he gets in there. Chases Sydney around the corner and then he's gone. Yep. Uh, I think Sydney runs home or something. But the principal at the same time is telling off these two lads for running around the school in the ghost face masks. Yeah. And he's like waving these scissors around, talking about how he wants to gut them. And it's like, it obviously giving you the impression that, oh, is the principal the killer? Because he's like really violent in the way he's talking to these kids. Yeah, but he's just angry. He's fuming. Yeah. He's fuming. Yeah. He's fuming. yeah. Um, this ghost face mask and costume must be pretty easy to get hold of then. Well, they cause... say they say it's available in every single like uh, gas station or something. Oh well, the killers could have thought of something a bit more original then, couldn't they? Yeah, but then again, like it's a good because it's available anywhere. Like they can't go. Oh, so he bought it from this shop. Uh, Let's check CCTV. Oh yes, I see what you did there. Very yeah. good. Yep, yep. Um, okay, so uh, so. So a couple of things happen now. So there's a party. So happening later on that night, the principal is, I don't know. If he, oh, he's, he's trying on the ghost mask himself. Yeah, yeah. He's, so basically what happens is the school gets suspended in the wake of the murders. Basically, there's a yeah. curfew put into place. So everyone's got to get home, get out of there. Um, Sydney does have a bit of a conversation with Billy where obviously he sort of says it wasn't him and he couldn't make, she says that she got another call. So now she knows it wasn't him. And that she's kind of sorry, and then again they're talking about their relationship, um, kind of kind of trying to like make a little bit of a connection again, but not quite there. She's still a little bit. You can tell she's a bit untrustworthy of him. Uh, yeah. So once everybody's left the school, the school uh, the school's pretty much empty. So Principal Himbury, um, the Fonz, essentially, is knocking around in his office on his own. He gets scared by like his own reflection on more than one occasion. <laughs> if you know, yeah. you know, I was like, he, he must yeah. know where the mirrors are. But he still was like, oh, oh God. And, oh, it's you again. Oh, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. And there you are. Yeah. And, if, and then he goes into a hall of mirrors. Jesus Christ. You wouldn't get, you'd never get out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and, uh, <laughs> what are you? What are you? <laughs> smashing the, smashing the yeah. glass. Like Conan beating all the glass up. Yeah. Um, so the killer comes out, I don't know, comes out from behind one of the mirrors or something, stabs him in the chest. He's like behind the door. So right, yeah. he goes out the room and then when he comes back in, he comes out behind the door, stabs him. Um, yeah. A great reaction that um, he, uh, Henry Winkler has got to being stabbed. He's so shocked about it. I mean, it is a shock getting yeah. stabbed, but he's like, oh my God! <laughs> I've been stabbed! Yeah. stabbed. <laughs> so school's out. For summer. I think Sydney, yeah, oh yeah, they actually played the music. Yeah, the Scoop song as well. School's out for summer. Sydney and Tatum are like, let's go to that party later. Let's go get some snacks. He's um, been attacked by a killer. Do you want to go to a party? Is that how you, un- is that how you unwind? 
I'd I'd lock myself up. I'd get in my little bunker. Yeah. And uh yeah. Watch horror movies, I don't know. Um so then Jimmy's also following him around. Whose house is it? It's not any of our main characters' houses. No, it's what's his name? It's Matthew Lillard's house. Stu, oh, it's Stu's house. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I've got Stu's it. I've got house. it. I've got yeah. it. Um, so basically, all the main all the main characters attend, plus like some a load more of, people. Yeah, more school types. A lot uh, of so, other nobodies. So Dewey is, is is looking after him. He's following him around. Uh, he's also been flirting around with Gail Weathers a little bit. Um, yeah, they've been. But you even... kind of like get the impression that maybe she's trying to get close to him just to get because a little bit closer the to the case. Yeah, yeah. involved in the case. And obviously she's using her wiles and it obviously he strikes me as the kind of guy who probably maybe doesn't get that much female yeah. attention. So he's a bit like, oh, Courtney Cox, eh? Is he, yeah. uh, <laughs> were, they involved, were they involved before or after this? No, I think it's because of, well, maybe I made that up, I know, but I've always thought it was because of this film. That they ended up together. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, so she basically attends the party with Dewey, um, and she like puts a secret camera in there, which she's got like her camera guy in the in the van outside the house waiting and watching. Kenny, yeah, Kenny. But we do sort of find out that it's got like a thirty second delay. Yeah, it's it's a really smart move. That is, it's really interesting. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a cool, it's a cool little, uh, cool little bit. Before this happened, there was a bit where Stu went to the video store to rent some horror movies. Yeah. Um, and then Randy has his big spiel about how, like, just looking at all the horror movies in the past, it's definitely Billy. <laughs> like, yeah. there's no doubt about it, it's definitely Billy. And then Billy kind of, uh, like, threatens him or something. But everything Billy does, like, screams serial killer. Like, it's yeah, got it to be him. Yeah. How, uh, could any, how could that be your boyfriend? He's just so, he's yeah. either pushing pushing her around for sex or just got his flip fringe flopping in his face. Yeah. Or watching TV um, edited like cuts of films. Yeah. You don't watch any of the good bits. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wrong with it. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, later on to go to the party. Um, so we've got a bunch of them watching horror movies in the front room. Uh, Sid. Oh, okay. So uh, Gail Weathers has been in and out. They're now back in the security van and Dewey's in his police car watching the party from afar. I believe they just sort of watching it, making sure it's all, all going smoothly. Yeah. Um, there's a bit where Randy says, "Don't like." There's certain rules to the horror movies, and this is the watching Halloween. And he pauses it and he says, "You can't, uh, you can't have sex in a horror movie. Otherwise, you'll be, you'll die. You yeah. Can't, uh, no drink or drugs. No like <laughs> sins, basically. Yeah. Um, and what did he say? Never go out of a room and say that you'll be right back because you won't. And then." Yeah. I'll be right back. My feeling is I'll be right back. But also, Tayton actually goes to get people some beers from the garage, from the garage. Yeah. From the car hole. Garage. <laughs> garage. What do you call yours? Car hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, garage, the same, the size of it. Yeah, go on. Uh, so Tayton goes into the into the garage, and she's she's loading up on beers, and then she sees uh, Ghostface stood at the the exit. And he's like, oh, are well, you supposed to be some sort of serial killer? This reminds me of the bit from Halloween. Um, yeah. Are you supposed to be some sort of psycho killer? And he says, yes. Am I supposed to be scared? And he says, yes. And at this point, I'm like, he's telling you exactly what he's going to do. Um, yeah. She he, thinks it's just somebody dressed up, mucking about. And she's like, you better take that costume off. Because if, if Sydney sees it, she'll flip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then he cuts her arm. And then she realizes, oh, okay. Oh, yes, I see what's going on now. Unless he's just taking the prank too far. I think I'd still be like, 
That's too far. What are you doing, <laughs> yeah. you twat? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then he starts chasing her around the thing. She starts lobbing beer bottles. At him. This is like one of the parts where it's like he's getting beat, beat up to shit. Yeah. He's, she slammed the fridge door in his face. Yeah. She's she's really going to sound. Um, like I'm and, pretty sure at this point, who is this? Is it is it Stu? Do you reckon or is it? Probably well, Stu. Stu has just said he'd be right back, hasn't he? I'm not sure. I think maybe Billy, maybe Billy's it's... not around at this point at all, is he? He's not not there, so it could be him. Well, no, no, I don't think he is there actually. Yeah. It's... Yeah, because yeah. well, because Sydney and Billy end up in one of the bedrooms, don't they? Is that a little bit after? Cause that's, just, that's just when after, everyone's left. Just, af- just afterwards. Oh, it did when everybody's left. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so basically, Tatum tries to escape through a cat flap, but the for a cat flap in a garage in the garage door, but Ghostface presses the button, which brings the door up, and she gets her head squashed. Yeah. Which um, looked pretty, which looked pretty gruesome, didn't it? Yeah, because their headlight kind of snapped forward a little bit. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. So at this point, Randy gets a phone call and they find out that Henry Winkler is dead and everyone yeah. in the school is like, wait, let's go see him. Apparently he's been strung up. Yeah, maybe, like, that's let's what, go that's, see maybe that's where Billy was. Strength. I think, but, yeah, that must have been where Billy was. But Billy ha- arrives just before to speak to Sydney privately and they go upstairs to kind of chat in the bedroom. Yeah. And that's when, that's when they get it on. To yeah. become one. I'm surprised. Like, why would you? I don't, I don't, it's not not the time, surely. No, it's like I know you. I know yeah. someone's trying to kill you, but I'm going to try and kill you with my penis, but not yeah. actually kill you. I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah, sling it up here. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Yeah. Ever the ever the romantic. Yeah. Um, okay, so at this point. Kenny is watching, not Kenny, um, Randy is watching Halloween and Jamie Lee Curtis is going up the stairs and he said, the killer's behind you. The Ghostface killer turns up behind him and he's saying the screens, it's behind you, it's behind you. We cut outside to um, the Kenny in the, the truck watching the 30 second delay and he sees the killer behind Randy and he's shouting, it's behind you, it's behind you. Um, there's also a bit where just after uh, Matthew Lillis said, I'll be right back, Gail Weathers uh, sees Dewey and, and they say, like, there's a car accident up the road. We're going to go check it out. And then she says to Kenny, I'll be right back. This is like within a second after yeah. Matthew Lillis said, I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, um, that was cool. There's loads of little things like that which I found really, really cool, like little layers of, of horror movie tropes. Um, so they, they wander up the road. They nearly get run off the road by like the, the people leaving the party. Yeah. We were driving too fast. There was a funny bit here where Dewey actually tells one of the cars to freeze <laughs> as well. <laughs> he says, slow down, stop, freeze. <laughs> and then he jumps, he jumps out of the way. Yeah. Find that, find that quite funny. And then they find Sydney's dad's car, I believe, off the road, right? Uh, yeah, so Sydney's got dad's car, um, which is made of denim. Uh, that has been. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a D plate, yeah. Yeah, made of denim and it's been run. So they don't even have to like check the plates or anything. They see it, they go, "Oh, it's a denim car. It's got to be Sydney's dad." But he's not there, is he? He's gone. So they're like, "Oh my god, he's back." Uh, yeah. So then we do get a bit where Sydney Billy, and Billy Billy gets stabbed at this point. Yeah, so Sydney and Billy have finished doing their business, so Sydney's no longer a virgin. 
uh, which puts her into in, in direct danger. Um, and then suddenly they have a little bit of a moment where um, Sydney says, who, who, who did you use your phone call to talk to when you were in, in prison? Um, when you're in a jail, sorry, because she starts to think that maybe he even from even from jail, he rang with doing the call, um, pretending to be the killer or well, being the killer. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 and I he's like, I don't understand what they're talking about at that point, but that makes sense. Yeah. Now. yeah, he's like, what have I got to do to convince you that it wasn't it was wasn't me? And then obviously suddenly Ghostface appears. He turns around and seemingly gets stabbed over and over, turns around covered in blood. Yeah. Collapses and obviously Sydney runs, um, manages to escape the house. Uh, obviously she tries to climb out of the climb out of a top window, gets sort of pushed. Well, not pushed, uh, but she onto the boat. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Ghostface tries to grab her. She falls off out of the first floor onto like a boat, but she's all right. Mm. Runs out, runs to the uh, the van where Kenny is watching everything on on the TV. Uh, he gets stabbed at this point. He gets killed, he, get, right? he gets stabbed yeah, yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah. Because um, there's a moment where it's at this particular moment where, because of the delay, yeah. he at this moment he sees Randy, doesn't he? Is this right? I think so. But then doesn't Randy turn up and she thinks it's Randy? I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah, but basically there's a moment where there's a delay, so you can see the ghost face killer in the house, mm. but because of the delay, he looks up and it zooms right in on the open door. Uh, and, okay. he reali- yeah. and he realizes that the killer's out there, and then the killer obviously kills him, yeah. slits his throat, but Sydney gets away again. Yeah. Um, and then what happens? I don't know what happens to Sydney, but Gail turns up yep. with Dewey. Do- hmm. Yeah, she, and she and she gets in her van for she gets in her van for some reason, but then obviously Kenny's body is on top of the van. And there's all blood coming down the windscreen, and she sort of panics, starts yeah. trying to drive drive away. But then Sydney's in the road, and she kind of careens off the road, smashes into a tree. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. And then it all starts sort of kicking off. Dewey Dewey is sort of in the house when Sydney goes up up to the house, and then suddenly he appears, and he's been stabbed in the back by the killer. Yeah. Um, but Sydney takes his peace at this point, so she's like, "If this ghost face killer is going to mess with me." I got, I got the piece. I got the, I got a gun. I'm gonna pop a cap in that ghost face ass. Yeah. Um, so she goes inside. <laughs> um, she gets. Oh, oh, okay. So Randy turns up. Yeah. And then Billy takes the gun off of Sydney, and then shoots Randy. Yeah, yeah. So Stu, and then Stu it's and like, Rand- what? So yeah, he so is the killer. Yeah. So Stu and Randy appear, and they're accusing each other of being the killer. Um, to which Sydney just goes, "Fuck you both!" Slams the door. But then Billy is there, wounded, sort of mm. pretended to still be wounded. But eventually, he lets Randy and Stu into the house when he's got the gun. And this is the big reveal when he sort of reveals that he's not actually been stabbed. He's been covered in corn syrup, which is the same thing they used for the pig's blood in Carrie. He yeah. says. He's got a lot of good facts, this guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and then obviously he quotes Psycho at the same time. Um, he says, "We all, what does he say? We, what's the line? We all go a little mad sometimes, or something like that." Oh, and then he shoots him. Yeah, and he shoots him. Shoots, shoots Randy. <laughs> yeah, and then reveals that he's the killer and that Stu is his accomplice. But their plan, you know, their even their plan is that they want to kill Sydney, frame the murder spree. On her dad, who they've got hostage, they've got him tied up in a cupboard, um, tied up with denim rope. In the... yeah, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I just can't help it. Um, yeah. And then they, and then they then reveal to Sydney that it wasn't Cotton Weary, uh, Leave Schreiber at all. 
it was them that murdered Maureen. And they kind of, they make it out that it was because she was having an affair with Billy's dad who drove her mum away. And then yeah. she was like a slut putting it around town. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, are we really given a motive for like this killing spree? Unless well, they, they said the motives are, uh, what do you, is it like? To frame it on her dad. Yeah, they said the motives are out. Like they talk about how like Hannibal Lecter doesn't have a motive, or oh yeah, they're yeah, talking about how it's scary when you don't know the motive. Yeah, um, but then uh, uh, they they want to make it look like they got stabbed, but sort of just survived. So then they start stabbing each other. Yeah, and then Billy goes over the top and really starts like stabbing Matthew Lillard Stewart's character. Yeah, and he's hating um, it. He's in a lot yeah. of pain. Yeah, he's yeah. Um, so then. They go to, uh, they go to take the gun, but uh, the gun's gone. The gun's missing, and then they see yeah. Gail Weathers is there, and then she says, uh, "Here's a story for you." Gail Weathers saves the day, or something like that. Um, yeah. And then they realise that uh, the gun's, the safety's on. Billy kicks safety her out the door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gives her a drop kick in the face. Um, yeah. So, but basically, so there is a good bit here, obviously, where Stu is like kind of dying. Yeah. And, and Sydney turns the tables on them and phones the house. Yeah, using the voice, and she's like, really, she's really like, she's t- like taunting them, making out that they're both a pair of fuckwits, which I guess they are. And, and she's th- called the police. Yeah. It's made, yeah, she's called the police, and they're made to look like fuckwits in this bit. But you're like, they've made it this far. They've killed a lot of people. Done quite well, really. Yeah, they've done quite well. Yeah, but there is obviously yeah. a good bit where Stu is obviously dying, blood everywhere, um, and he says to um, to Sydney. Have you really called the police? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, my mom and dad are going to be so mad at me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I thought, he, I thought was pretty cool. That was probably my favorite line, I think, of the... So, of the so I'm not sure this isn't in the trivia, but... Uh, I chortled. Yeah, so yeah, so that line was improvised. Uh, oh! And Wes Craven said it was... Wes Craven said he couldn't stop laughing, so he kept it yeah. in the film. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, because yeah. it kind of sticks with that character. He seems yeah, so, yeah. like... He's, 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 he's off his... Not, he's off yeah, his he's not. not he doesn't understand proper consequences or like he's there's something yeah. not right of him. Billy yeah. seems a little bit like more like psychopathic. I just want to make things stop living. Joker. But, uh, yeah. Stu's just uh, like a bit batshit insane. Um, so then she, she uh, suddenly pops out of the thing with an umbrella and sort of stabbing Billy in the chest. Yep. Uh, what happens now? <laughs> so they fight uh, up in a bit. <laughs> Yeah, and then I'm not sure they're fighting, and then obviously uh, Sydney puts a big old TV on Stu's head, just like oh, yeah, smashed yeah. smashed it onto his crust. Yeah, uh, break. Obviously, he's dead. And then Reva- 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 Randy reve- revealed to be wounded but alive. Randy. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what what he kind of does, but then obviously Billy is attacking Sydney, but she shoots him um, and kills him. And Gail and uh, and Dewey are back up at this point as well. Gail and Dewey uh, back up, so we've yeah. got our dream team. Uh, ready and obviously then they look look at Billy's body and say this is usually the moment in a horror film where the killer just uh, Come comes back, back for to one life final square for one square. final square <laughs> yeah to, to which he does he he, he sort of goes boo and yeah. just gets shot again in the head and everyone's sort of scared but then um Sydney she says, says not in my movie it's like well it my... literally just happened <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's exactly what I thought <laughs> not in my movie it's like that's exactly what just happened you know it's weird as well when they when they do the voice thing earlier in the film they go surprise Sydney. And like that doesn't sound like anything like that guy on the phone. No, like, it's a different it's a, person, but it's like that's it's a not different that man. Voice. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a different man on the phone. And when she's yeah. doing it, you're like, oh, that's horrible. When yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. Surprise. Yeah. So, so, so the, the sun rises. Police arrive. Like it's a classic 
So that's a sort of classic slasher film ending, I guess. Um, and the then Dewey, Dewey's injured, yeah, takes away the ambulance. Yeah. And Gail does like a final sort of like news report about, yeah. the, night's, about the night's events. She says like, everybody did. <laughs> <laughs> everybody did, including my cameraman. Yeah. Uh, did she give someone a camera? Am I thinking of a different film? Yeah. Maybe. Is, I'm thinking of a different film. Okay. Um, yeah, that's how it ends. Yeah, we get like some cheesy music at the end, which I was like, that's the only bit that hasn't aged that well. That kind of takes me out a bit. But, um, okay, yeah, you ready for some trivia? Oh, um, yep, yep, yep. I'm ready for some trivia, please. Number one, how long was the party scene near the end of the film? How long did that run for? Oh, quite a while. 45 minutes. Jesus Christ, uh, 42 minutes. Oh, God, that's it, close, isn't it? Yeah, it was shot over the course of 21 days from the time the sun set to the time it rose. After it wrapped, the crew had T-shirts made that read "I survived scene one one eight, which is the name of that scene. Uh, the cast and crew jokingly called it the longest night in horror history. Um, it took so long to to make. Um, okay, how many days? Twenty one. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Number two. At what point does Matthew Lillard jizz in the film? Um. Ooh. Is it more than once or just once? Too numerous to count. I put here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but to be fair, like to be fair, it kind of suits this character. It was a bit weird in Thirteen Ghosts. If you if you should go watch that episode if you're not seen if you're not watched that, listen to that one. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's he's good in this. I liked him. I was surprised by how much I enjoyed him in this. I thought he was good. Yeah, yeah, I thought I thought he was good. Like I remember yeah. that character being a bit annoying sort of back in the day. But I think yeah. now you can kind of appreciate it a bit more as a. It's a good sort of it's a good dynamic between the two killers as such. Yeah. They're yeah. they're very, very different. Okay, so uh as I said there there's some rules in the film to how to survive a horror film. Um we've got three of the rules here. Uh which one isn't one of the actual rules said in the film? Number one, you will not survive if you have sex. Number two, you will not survive if you've been murdered. And number three, everyone is a suspect. <laughs> <laughs> number two you're not surviving if you've been murdered that's that isn't because i mean in the film. that oh. isn't the film but you are right but it's a very important rule and yeah, one very, not to forget very, 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 don't forget that one yeah number four when rose got trapped in that flat like a fat cat on crack did she or didn't she learn something about herself <laughs> she learned she learned that she wasn't big enough to fit through the cat flap she learned that Actually, Rose McGowan, the actress, learned that she could fit through a cat flap. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, the last one, number five. <laughs> How many gallons of blood were used in the film? Oh. 500. 50. A bit oh, over the top. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, don't, oh, I don't even know how. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to answer that. That's, that's a swimming pool. That's to... a swimming pool full of blood. 50 gallons is. Is that swimming pool? I don't know. Who knows? Nobody knows. Scientists? Nah. Nah, nobody knows. Okay, uh, dude, you did well. I think think you've got some of them right. I don't don't, know. No one's keeping score. I mean, uh, 100%, 100%, I think. 100% or 50. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, Okay, so you need to rate the film. It will rate good. (laughs) Yeah, it will will rate good or rate bad. Um, I think I've already explained sort of why... I like this film and why I think it's so iconic and why it kind of defined 
a genre, why it defined an era of film, not just horror films, and why it kind of like shaped my sort of love of horror. Yeah. Um, so I would, in, with that in mind, uh, oh, oh, God, I was going to say. What, what, what were you going to say then? It came out of the B. B. B plus. A minus. Ooh. Deepest creepers. Too many crickets. Jeepers many... McCreepers. Jeepers McCreepers. Uh, okay. Well, I find this one hard because I really did enjoy it. And like, I, I feel like it has, I'm a little bit grown out of it like mm. now, but it does have some nostalgia value. Uh, and it's, there were bits that I loved watching this time, like all the meta stuff that I maybe didn't quite get when I was 10. But yeah, um, yeah I, I was going to give it a B plus. I think judging like I don't know, I wouldn't want to watch this film again anytime soon. No. I just feel a little bit too old for it and yeah, it I mean all, it has all the clichés there obviously for a reason but they still are the clichés. I think um, in terms of how much I enjoyed this film I probably would sit sit with a B but I think I bumped up to an A minus just because of everything I kind of mentioned before yeah. that which is the reason. Yeah, it's good man. Uh so that's it. That's that scream. That's number three on the list, done and down. Uh, what did you want to do next week? Uh, did you want to go straight Ooh. on to number two, which is Alien? So Alien. we could do number... This is what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me know how you feel about this. Um, so basically, I think we should do number two, mm-hmm. and then we should do an honourable mention each. Perhaps a film that both of us would have liked to have seen in the top 50 that wasn't in the top 50. Well, so do number two next, and then do... Yeah, so we'll do a- oh, okay. we'll do Alien, and yeah. then we'll do an honourable mention each before we go on to number one. That sounds good, man. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. All right. So next week, join us. We'll, we'll chat about Alien. Uh, but for now, this show is brought to you by Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com. Become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash Hawk and Cleaver. Thanks to Kovacs Cameron for our theme music. Thanks to ACAS for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, give us a five star rating review in iTunes. And remember to hit subscribe. And thanks to my co-host Ben for being a real horror dude. Thank you very much, Luke. All right. Out. Goodbye now. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns